can have anything in life if you dress for it. <laughs> Welcome to a healthy obsession. You ready? I thought you'd like that intro. I just learned, I really admire the fact that you're proactive about what you know is coming. <laughs> you're proactive about the abuse. I, I, I can read you like a book, mate. Oh, no, I, you know, I didn't even think about it. You didn't? No. And now you do. I'm really glad you're reminding me. Now I've alerted you. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to go? Let's do the damn thing. <laughs> this is Alfie Obsession, as Thomas just told you, by Small Girl Soccer. My name's Adam, and we are your uh, duo that are going to be driving you through football, life, love, lust. And fashion. And fashion. <laughs> and fashion tips. <laughs> Isn't lust one of the seven deadly sins? They're all deadly sins. Like your outfit. <laughs> life is a deadly sin, mate. Should we, should we start the show by talking yes. about your outfit? Yeah, let's knock out the outfit stuff, because I know you are desperate to I did. I honestly forgot all about it. So, uh, Although I did look at a picture of it last night, <laughs> and uh, I did I did get a giggle. I've got a picture, so <laughs> just to give the audience uh, a bit of insight into this uh, little personal joke, I guess. <laughs> it's not your personal joke, is it? It's just a joke. It's just ridicule of just, me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's, a, it's an inside joke about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out for a couple of beers with the boys. It's the Phoenix Celtic end of season party, I guess. Wasn't much of a party at the start. No, it wasn't. It, it, it was very civilised in the beginning. Ve yeah, when I arrived. Playing Connect bit, 4. I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's disgraceful. It's sad when you're in. So we're in a really busy bar. <laughs> loads of people dancing, having a good time. And us morons are playing Connect 4 at the bar, placing bets. Yeah, it was shameful. It's quite funny though. It was funny. It was just it was a sad indictment of where Phoenix Celtic is currently at. Although they just won the championship. They won the championship and no one there actually played. And the trophy didn't get brought no out. The trophy brought out. Shameful. And we're playing Connect Four. And Dino lost in three moves. So I've never seen it before. I've never seen anyone lose that quickly at Connect Three Four. moves. <laughs> and then Doss let him have another shot and he still lost. Him again. He gave him a no, he gave him a bonus shot. Oh, and no. the game that he lost. He gave him a bonus shot and he still <laughs> fucked up. He's not a Connect Four player. Dino McGeady. No. No. So where we're going with this is uh I've got a new pair of jeans. <laughs> that often buy new clothes. <laughs> For good reason. Mate, do you know what the funny thing is? So I bought these jeans, right? And uh, Where did you get the jeans from? I got them from, uh, I want to say Debenhams, but not De Macy's. Macy's, a little department store. I've got some, there's some Levi jeans, right? And, because uh, I've got a strangely shaped body. <laughs> so, in America, they just do jeans in like medium Small, large, skinny, skinny legs. They never accompany for length. So I've got, you know, I'm a 32 waist, but I'm a 30 leg. Okay. And Levi's seem to be the only ones that really measure by length of the leg. So I can get 32 30s, but they had limited options. So I needed Don't some Don't blame jeans. the limited options. <laughs> so I bought these pair of ripped <laughs> jeans. <laughs> it was bold. What were you thinking? What was going through your mind? Midlife crisis, man. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm tired of eating the same foods over and over again. I'm tired of wearing the same clothes over and over again. I'd live on the wild side, mate. I'm just tired. Yeah, I just need something new. I'm just tired of life. Just try to redefine myself. I can but. just see you in Macy's. Did you talk to a store attendant? Did you? It looks like you've like a, maybe like a, a young kind of good-looking guy or girls come up to you, at, you know, on the sales yeah. floor, and it's just like, oh yeah, I'm looking for jeans, and they've given you these ripped jeans, and you're like, oh yeah. I can work, I can pull these off. Is that what happened? I might have strutted around a little bit. Oh no! You know, 
But it was more for size. I was like, do you think these fit? <laughs> so, uh, I bought these jeans anyway. So I've shown up to the pub and I've worn them, worn them into the pub. And it's probably taken about 40 seconds uh, for all of us to turn around and go, what's up with your jeans? <laughs> and I, there are only two little holes on the knees. They're not little. Yeah, one's quite big. It's a big hole. I've got quite knobbly knees as well, which and, doesn't help. And you've got no hair on your knees. It looks like, so to put this in perspective, when you sat down, it looks like you'd shaved your knees. <laughs> Hairless little knees. Because you're, you're quite a hairy man. And except for my knees. <laughs> you've got Why bald, are my knees naked? You've got bald kneecaps. What's happened there? <laughs> I'm looking at them right now. Oh, so, so yeah. honestly, it made my night. And then David O'Sullivan poured a pint inside the hole of my jeans. <laughs> I've got a picture of me, me in a selfie, and me just with the hole in my jeans. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. So, yeah. So, you know, I tried, I had a little thing before the show of what you might throw at me. So I was just looking at nice little, uh, what do you call them, like fashion quotes. Okay, there's let's some, hear it. There's some really weird ones. Yeah. Fashion, fashion, there's not many good quotes about fashion. No, well, generally, people that work in fashion are a bit, like, eccentric, aren't they? I'm, I'm going to open up with this one on the show. Fashion is the armour to survive the reality of everyday life. Oh, that's perfect. Clearly, I haven't got very good armour. No. <laughs> it was, that was almost like a target. You'd, be, you, you'd be the first to die in battle. But yeah, those jeans were like having no armour. <laughs> well, like, I know what to aim for. Your knee's wide open. Going into a gunfight <laughs> with a spoon. <laughs> Well, what's, what's interesting is I think, because I told Pamela, I showed show Pamela the picture, and she she laughed, but she said, you know, those jeans are, like, pretty trendy at the yeah. moment, but not... Why is Tom wearing them? She, no, she said, not for your age group. <laughs> oh, for, listen, the next quote, fashion should be a form of escapism and not a form of imprisonment. I'm going to write all these on my mirror. Fuck you guys. Fashion's about the individual. Do you, do you feel like you've uh, found some escapism with your new fashion? Or do you feel like more imprisoned? I'm not sure. <laughs> the next one. Fashion has to reflect who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man with ripped jeans. Just a ripped soul. I'm going to re- <laughs> Yeah, my heart's in pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so basically you're torn and fragile. Yeah, so I think I'm going to rip all my jeans now. Yeah, you I have, rip everything. You have to rip everything now, because if you don't, it makes you look weak. Yeah. So if I ever see you in a full pair of pants again, I'm very scissors, disappointed. Scissors are coming out. Scissors are coming out. Tom, you, you're a man that wears ripped jeans now. Yeah. I think they were trendy. It, when I first saw you, it looks like you had bought them in like 02 and bought, bought, back, pulled them back out again. And rotated back into fashion. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were also, how old were you in 02? About 20, 20-ish? I've been 14, mate. In 02? Yeah, I was born in 98. 98? 88. <laughs> <laughs> I went four then. Cheeky cut. I was born in 88. <laughs> you might have been 20, mate. What did I say Speak like, for yourself. What did I say last week on the show about doing public maths? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Don't do terrible. it. <laughs> so oh, so anyway, in, in 2002, you were 14. So let's say 05, they may have been trendy. They were never trendy, these jeans. They just weren't trendy, not my, were they? Not on my body. No. No. Uh, a fair play for you to try and so push anyone, the boat out. So if, anyone, and, uh, if anyone on the show would like to win a pair of jeans, they're a 32 <laughs> waist and a 30 leg. Yeah, but they've been warm once, but they've had a pint of uh, high noon poured all over them. Yeah, a little bit sticky now. <laughs> bucket of high noon. If you want some sticky ripped jeans? Yeah, get, get in the market. How about it? Speaking of uh, apparel, we've got new t-shirts. Yeah, I see you wearing it. It looks do, smart. Do you like them? I do, actually, I do like it. I like the, uh, like the, the I like the yellow on the black. It's quite nice, isn't it? Smart. So, so should we sell them or should we give them away? What should we do? How many have you got? I think we've got about fifty. Sell them. All right, buy a t-shirt. Then. Fashion isn't free. 
Is that a quote as well? That's my quote. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's better than all the ones I've read out. Fashion right, ain't free. Right along with uh, Gavinci, uh, Ralph Lauren, Tom Hurdle. That's going to be my fashion brand. Faff. Faff. Fashion ain't free. Fashion Faff. ain't free. Faff. Stop faffing about. Wear your faff. <laughs> Sake. <laughs> it's going to be massive in Nairsborough. I like it. Everyone in Nairsborough in a faff shirt. People don't do fashion in Nairsborough. No, they don't. Come on. Tractor. Yorkshire. Yeah, fashion. Tractor fashion. Flat caps. Flat caps. Uh, gilets. And uh, Reebok Classics. With the gilet. Yeah. And a flat cap. And ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Would you wear those jeans in England? No, no way. You get bullied, wouldn't you? Yeah, get, but I'm never going to wear them again. <laughs> you got bullied in Phoenix. Oh, they're already gone, mate. They're I could burned. just see you rocking around Yorkshire in those bad boys. You'd be mugged and beaten in about oh, an hour. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. You can't wear that. You can't wear open jeans like look that, at, can you? Look at Yankee Tommy that with his ripped jeans. Hollywood Tom. Uh, yeah, not having it. Oh, actually, now I'm going to wear them. Make a statement when I'm back home. Look yeah, at me. Get get a little glittery top, and yeah, I like it. Yeah, I got I got a bad fashion story years ago, and you, you mentioned San Francisco before the show. Mm. So we were playing with there up uh, with my college team, and uh, we had a night off to go out. And uh, I did not know that San Francisco was a bit of a flary city. Very flary. Yeah, and uh, I wore a bright yellow V-neck, did very tight-fitting yellow V-neck. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Any photos? Yeah, uh, it was. I, I got real bad. Got grief for it. Bad feedback on that one. I got called a hipster cunt once in San Francisco. <laughs> where, where did they find that out about you? Because I was wearing a flowery top, but I had it all the buttons up. You know, English people, I swear all the buttons up. And hipster cunt. No, no. And I was at the bar, and uh, I got served before the person. I didn't even know what they were doing. He's like, oh, you think you can just go to the front of the line, you hipster cunt? It's because you've got good bar presence. That's what I said to him. I was like, yeah, that's not my fault. I got served before you, mate. I look like a man who's thirsty. <laughs> yeah. I, I just stand there with a little wedge of cash. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> so, anyway, apart from your uh, fashion, uh, I was going to say nightmare, but just faux pas is probably mate, better. Fa- I'm just exploring. <laughs> What's next? Who knows? It's experimental watch lifestyle. This, watch this space. What did your missus think of them? She likes them. You didn't say that with confidence. No, I didn't. I think she liked <laughs> She's them. not seen them yet, has she? No, she's seen them. One of the best stories, of, uh, fashion stories I've ever got was uh, a summer, it was the summer of, I think, of 2010, and uh, a friend of, of both of ours, Johan Valdez, uh, his wife went back to Canada, so he was living in Phoenix, and his wife went back to Canada for the summer, and he went down to Saks off Fifth, and he bought a white suit. <laughs> like a bold, full white suit with like a polo, but like a Pink pole, Miami Vice, oh full God. Miami Vice. Proper it's Miami like, this Vice. is my summer. Like, I'm going to own the summer. I'm wearing suits. And, you know, all right, great. And you, you know him. He's, he's a, yeah. a bit of an eccentric bloke. Uh, great lad. And, um, yeah, his wife returned from Canada and looked at the suit and made him return it. He's <laughs> just like, there's no fucking way that's going in my closet. And he just, like, he just... To try and back, back. To, yeah. Mate, there's no way I could return a white suit after I've worn it once because there's no doubt I will have spilled something on it. Yeah, he was only wearing it to pose around the neighbourhood. Yeah, just standing, just wearing it in the front yard, <laughs> yeah. doing the mowing. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting on the front lawn like a like some dandy. Outstanding. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you, uh, do you want to talk about life more or do you want to talk about football? Let's do a little bit of football. Should be a football. So, uh, if anyone's new to the show, on Fridays we do a preview show where we look at the upcoming games for the weekend and we make some picks, tricks, yeah. uh, slicks, and slips, all the rest of it. Uh, so, to put things in uh, uh, a bit of a historical context, we won our first parlay 
We lost our second parlay, but we won this week. We're like Spurs. Win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. We are the Spurs of parlays. Except we're going to win again this week. So it's going to have to be an international one this week, though. I don't like that. Mm, and the friendlies, which is a disaster. Uh, no, well, the US have got qualifiers, haven't they? US have got qualifiers. Yeah, but that's a tough one. US-Mexico is never good to pick on. Don't touch that game. US-Panama? Don't touch Banana it. Banana skin. Don't bet on the US. The US are Ever. extremely unpredictable. There's absolutely no way we should be gambling Whoops. on the American national team. So come back on Friday. We're going to do. We're going to going to do it anyway. We probably yeah. don't want to, but we're going to do it. Friday's the preview show. We look, take a quick look back at what happened this weekend, and we look at the weekend, and we get a little parlay bet on for. We put our money where our mouths are, and we uh, place a little bet. So yeah. get back with us on Friday. So Tom, how did we do last week on the picks? So we picked four games. We went on the FA Cup parlay. Didn't we? we did so we uh, we won so we picked uh, Liverpool to beat Forest which is a bit of a sweaty one that was the close one <laughs> sweaty it's a sweaty little game that <laughs> sweaty little yeah. game you're a sweaty little man yeah that's me you're still sweaty little kneecaps that's why I've gone for ripped jeans release some heat <laughs> can we get some air in my legs get, please get some heat out of them jeans mate <laughs> oh, no. otherwise you take your pants off and it's just matted hair you, you, you lot are all sweaty in your jeans and I've got a little bit of uh, airflow. Yeah, airflow flow, especially yeah. Phoenix summer keeps me fresh alright so the sweaty game Liverpool sweated over the line could have been a penalty as well couldn't it I think for Forest. I think it should have been yeah. a penalty Liverpool never get pens against them. Never happens. When was the last time Liverpool had a penalty given against them? I don't know. I'm any not, any I'm stats? I'm not a stat man. Any stats? No, nothing. So uh, yeah, it was, and it was marginally offside, wasn't it? The goal tight. It was very tight. Diego Jota always scores every time he plays. Every time he's on a football pitch, he scores a goal. Good, hell of a signing for Liverpool. Great. Yeah, when signing. they signed him, it was like so they signed him from from Wolves. Uh, Wolves. It was like. Mm. But he's turned out to be spot on. He was injured for a little while and he came back and he just didn't miss a beat. No, did not. So who, who's in the semi-finals of the FA Cup? So, well, well, we, let's we, talk about well, the games. Well, we, we, we picked, on Liverpool. We picked Liverpool to win, which was correct. Okay. We picked Chelsea to win, which was comfortable. Right? <clears throat> yep. Correct. Uh, we went on... Crystal Palace, Everton. Palace, Everton. <laughs> Smashed which, Everton. <laughs> which you said... We should go on Everton because Everton are going to no, win the FA Cup. No, you said that we should pick Everton. I said it would be just like Everton to go on and win okay. the FA Cup. Yeah, wait, dig yourself out. Of you hole. said pick Everton. <laughs> anyway, we went on Palace. We, we went with the smart money. Yeah, smart money, which paid off very clearly. Easy Four win. Four nil Palace. Easy win. Everton were awful. Everton are awful. <laughs> Do you think Lampard's made Everton worse? Uh, I think he's, I think they've gone backwards. I think they're just shit in general. They're going bad. Did you see he broke his hand? Did he actually break it? Yeah, he broke it. Celebrating? Yeah, celebrating. I didn't know he'd actually broken it. Yeah. He said he thought he broke it. No, so he's cracked. I think he's cracked two bones in his hand. Oh, devastating. And they're still shit. Celebrating a win that he's still going to go down on the so back Now you just got to hobble around with a fucking broken hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so unfortunate. Yeah, very. Um, so, and then you've got... So, so the matchups now. And then obviously... Wait, Man, wait, Man, so, yeah, Man City. Man City took care of uh, mm. Southampton. So, so, you sent me a bit of a panicky text when it went 1-1. You were like, <laughs> oh, Man City are going to do us in. Oh, imagine that. It was never going to happen. They had like 80% possession. Liverpool nearly fucked it. Because you don't get the extra time, do you? It has to be in 90 minutes. It has to be in 90 minutes. So Forrest and Liverpool, that could have fucked uh, us. We, we're never in, never in easy doubt. Easy money. Mate. We know what we're talking about here at Elfie Obsession. Easy, easy money. So, uh, semi-final matchups, you've got Chelsea are playing Palace. And then Man City, Liverpool, which they're actually trying to move right now because the fans are upset that there's no trains from... Manchester or Liverpool to London. Why is that? A train strike? I don't know why. 
Rail strike. Maybe. Probably, probably should have read more into it. <laughs> yeah, you should know. Should know the facts. If you're going to come out with a statement like that, give us the facts, chumass. It just doesn't really affect me. So you don't care. I don't read things. I don't, don't care about me. Manchester City or Liverpool. Yeah. So unlucky. I think they should have to play in London. Uh, I think they should all have to give piggyback down to London from no. the north. On, honestly, it does make sense for it to be played more in their part of the world. Won't happen. No, uh, you don't think so? No. And we can play at Wembley. Absolutely. I, ho- I hope both sets of fans strike and don't go. Liverpool will fill the, their their portion of the capacity. City, no chance. Because they Liverpool got fans all over the country. Yeah. City, there's no way. Interesting. But they won't move it. Wembley needs to pay for that place. Yeah. They need true. to make money. That's why the semis are there. Yep. Yeah, anyway. I can't argue with you. Yeah, I know. you're right. Go on, fucking argue. You're Try and argue. Right. <laughs> so yeah, the FA Cup. So you, you'd fancy Chelsea there, I think, right against Palace at Wembley. Chelsea to beat Palace. City beat Liverpool. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a coin toss. Depends. That's a couple of weeks away. So it depends what's going on in the league at that point because both teams might have different eyes on different things. Chelsea could end up having a really successful season. <laughs> still. Still win a load with of stuff. With no owner. <laughs> They've won the World Club Cup. Yeah, they could end up with the FA Cup. FA Cup. Top four. Yeah. Good season. John Terry's putting a consortium together. To own 10% of Chelsea. Something with like the fans. that. True yeah, Blues. Is that what they're called? True Blues. True Blues. Yeah. Great. Chelsea fans, Chelsea fans will be wanking all day over that. They'll love it. Can they afford to buy 10%? Uh, well, With 3 billion? Yeah, that's a good chunk of dough. That's a lot of money. That's like 300 million. Is that, is that sale going through? Is anyone going to buy it? I don't know. But they have been given a, a special permission for, uh, I think, the Champions League game. They're going to be allowed some fans in. Yeah. Uh, only season ticket holders, yeah. I, uh, they were they, trying to get it to be played behind uh, closed doors. They, they flew up to uh, Middlesbrough, didn't they? They did. After, after all the pissing and moaning that they're going to have to get a bus or you know get a lift with the with the fans. Yeah, you were quite upset about this. You said that it shouldn't be a big deal. Like uh, amateur and semi-pro teams yeah, do it all the time. They have the right piss and moan, and then they still flew. It's all garbage. <laughs> they're fine. Get on with it. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think that this is probably going to be something that everyone looks back on, and it was a bit of a non-event. A bit strange. But it'll be a couple of months of sort of weird turmoil but then they'll have a new owner and everyone will forget about it uh, hasn't Rudiger just signed a contract with Juventus has he I think he has so there could be some players that do go this is unstable I'm jumping ship at the end of the year they'll be alright we'll see I don't really care either way but I hope they're not alright <laughs> yeah. from a football perspective <laughs> yeah but just from a fan's perspective yeah just, I don't want Chelsea to do well I don't like Chelsea It'll be good to have them be shit for a while because they've been really good for quite a long time. And it's all uh, on fabricate, fabricated lies, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's all built on other stuff. Should we talk about the Premier League? Yeah, let's have a chat about the Premier Or do you want to hit half time first? Yeah, we'll do a quick Prem chat. All right, quick Prem chat. So, so Friday there was a game. It was maybe the game of the season. One of the games of the season. I think one of the games of the season. Wolves 2, Leeds United 3, and we talked about this on the show on Friday, or maybe yeah. last week, that Leeds really needed to win this game, and they did, in some style. Ah, style is a bit of a... More so the result, the way they came back, not yeah. particularly the fashion of the football, but yeah. the, being 2-0 down at Wolves, it's no mean feat to come two back. 2-0 down at half-time was scary for them. Right. And it could have been way more. Yes, there was, was a really lot bad chances. That was terrible. It was a crazy game. It was just end to end. It was mental. It was just what there was no control in the game. No nuts. defending going on. Um, I think the big thing that changed the game was obviously the sending off to Raul Jimenez. What do you make of that? I think it's a second yellow. It's, it's, I think right. it is a second yellow. Going in quite recklessly. Yeah, these days it's a second yellow. Mm. Uh, do I think that should always be a yellow card? That tackle? I don't know, but 
that, that's the letter of the law, and you got to be, he's already on a yellow before he does that. So you've got to be smart enough to say, I've got to put the brakes on it. And it seemed like, I, I mean, you've got to go for it, but if you've got a yellow and in that position on the field, just let that one slide, right? And, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he get a really silly second yellow? It might have been against Spurs. No, not against Everton, Spurs. maybe. Everton, someone a while ago, where he got booked twice in the same sitting, where he, he yeah, it was right, he got booked, back. and then then he blocked the quick free kick, mm. something like that, wasn't it? And uh, you, you just think, like, stay on the pitch, mate. You're a goal scorer. Do you think but that's got anything to do with his head injury? <laughs> Speculation <laughs> made him stupider. I hope not. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's hit that little trigger in his head where oh, it's, you, your decision making's gone. I know because I had a bad head injury and my decision making's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it all makes a lot of sense. Do this podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so get great comeback but, from Leeds, though. But yes, yeah, the second that was, they were down to down to ten. Leeds just jumped all over it. Um, and I think there was a bit of belief in the squad. Once they scored one, it was hard to not see them come back and win it. Um, and the way they did it was brilliant. I mean... But sometimes backfires when the other team goes to 10 men because they park up, they're 2-0 up, they sit in, and it could have been frustrating, but Leeds really got after it. They went through the throw, didn't they? Yeah, they scored two in three minutes. So they had a big momentum run to get back to 2-2. And I think, what, 91st minute winner, Luke Ayling? There was there were some real like pub goals and like goal-mouth scramble-type right. situations going on where it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Someone just clear it. Uh, there was no control in the game. It was mad. And the Leeds keeper made a great save. Right, no, in the last the, minute. He came off the bench, didn't he? Because the goalkeeper, That's goalkeeper right. got injured. Mooney, 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 yeah. yeah. So, great save. For Leeds. I don't know if you saw the interview with Jesse Marsh afterwards with um, Gary, Gary Neville. Neville and Carragher. I did. If you haven't listened to it, we're not going to ruin it for you. He's. I liked him before he went to Leeds. I think he's going to be a huge hit there. I think he's going to do really well. Because he's just got these, he's very level-headed. And I think he's got a philosophy and a vision of what he wants to do. And mm. I like, it's refreshing to hear the way he talks. He doesn't really play the political bullshit and keep his cards close to his chest. He's very honest in how he how he talks. And I like that a lot. I, I, I like this because it, it, someone sent us a question in for Q&A and yeah. it all, all rolls around there. So we're going to do Q&A at the end of the second half of the show. Nice. Um, yeah, so a great, great win for Leeds. As you said uh, last week on the show, they really needed that, I think, to, as a catalyst. Yeah. And Jesse Marsh seems to at least have them fighting. I yeah. think that, that there's a bit of organisation there now. They still look really dodgy at the back. Yeah. But, I mean, that's going to be... It's going to be guns blazing, right, till the end of the season. It is what it is, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you want to expose? Well, let's do this one first. Okay. Arsenal got a massive win away at Villa. A game, win. a game that I thought they might drop. Yeah, you said it was a banana skin. Yeah, and I think the way they celebrated it tells you that they thought it might have been a banana skin. That that was a massive one for their belief, mm. that they could go away against a tough Villa side and get a win. It's a nice finish too. And, I think uh, the keeper maybe should have done a little better, but I, I thought he caught it. So, it, you know, it was the way he came back in yeah. uh, and he came and dropped into a really good position at the top of the 18-yard box because no one really knows who to track, where, where to track him from. I, I think Martinez saw it really late. Mm, yeah, it came it, through it, a big crowd. Big yeah. crowd, he went down late. Mm -hmm. Good goal. Um... I think Arsenal were good for it as well, to be fair to them. Agreed. Um, they were pretty solid in the game. Um, and I, I really like Smith Rowe and Martinelli. I think both of those players are, are superb. They've got a decent little team. Mm. It's not bad at all. They're coming together. They've got good chemistry, I think, is a big thing with them at the moment. Um, will they get top four? It's wide open at the moment. Because across town, well, not across town, because that game was in Birmingham, but 
Spurs with a massive result against West Ham. Just just on Arsenal really quick. I, I heard two or three Ashley Young and uh, obviously he plays for Villa, but Gabby Bongalhor, who seems to be trying to make a bit of a name for himself in the shit Housery field no time for him. In, in the British media. They, they, there's a lot of criticising of teams really either over-celebrating or I'm like, if they don't celebrate it's all, oh, well, there's no they passion in the game and yep. there's no, they don't care and if they do celebrate it's like they just won 1-0 in a huge away game that could mean they finish Champions in the Champions League spot let them fucking celebrate it's like they're all day acting like they've won the league oh, fuck off I hate that I, I don't like it because it's Arsenal <laughs> right. but I, I agree with you 100% it, it's one step closer to where they want to be and that will have been a game and the reason why they celebrate is because Arteta I'm, I can guarantee you before that game and in the build-up has put massive emphasis on if we can get this result, this carries us closer to where we want to be and this is the one we've got to get done. And I think they will have felt when they achieved that, that'll be a big milestone for them towards where they need to get to. Agreed, 100%. So I, I've got no problem with it. I mean, celebrate. like That's what we want as fans. You want teams to be passionate. You want them to care about finishing higher in a table. Exactly. Otherwise, right. it's like, oh, well, what, what are you celebrating oh. finishing 18th yeah. or 17th for? Yeah, it's like, come on, let's football for fuck's sake. Don't suck the, uh, the but, life but, out but of it. Because you look at it on the other side, you've, and I don't want to go into this as a debate, but Gary Neville calling out the Man United players for, you know, I think was it, uh, Rashford's in Dubai right now, isn't he? And yeah, they've gone on a world tour. Even the, managers, all over the even the managers at the cricket right now, and they're all doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And he's criticised them for that. They don't care. Mm-hmm. It's two polar opposite sides of it, and it's... It's interesting. But what do you make of Rashford giving the finger to a couple of fans, getting into an altercation with them after the uh, Athletic game? <sighs> it's a really difficult one because I think there is a threshold as as a as a player. I don't think you should necessarily be subject. You're going to always get you're going to get opinions, and you've got to have thick skin for that, right? But I think there's a line where you're just abusing me. Like you've, you've waited outside the ground probably for an hour and a half for me to leave to tell me I was shit. Do you know what? F- fuck off, yeah, mate. It's pretty sad, isn't like, it? You're, 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 you're a supporter. Like, a supporter, by, by definition, is you're supposed to back me. Good, bad, ugly, back me, right? Definitely. Now, are now, fans within their rights to hold players accountable to standards and stuff like that? Yeah. But from a Manchester United point of view, if you're Rashford, do you think when your fans are now talking shit to you waiting after a game, it, it, <laughs> human nature, are you going to run through a wall for that fan base when all they do is criticise you criticise you criticise you Absolutely you can get to not. a point where you give it like fuck this I don't need this shit and I know people say they're getting paid millions of pounds and they shouldn't care no you're a human being the, the money is just a number at the end of the day whatever's going on with Rashford I mean we don't, we don't need to talk about United but he's not come back from the Euros has no. he I mean he's just since the penalty miss he's, he's been dreadful this season and whatever's going on obviously something's going on off the pitch because he's like a completely different yeah. person he's a young man he's going through like just imagine he's growing up as a person of course he's, he's going to go through man. different things and he's, he's uh, what he's done in his life is mental to this point already <laughs> yeah what is he 23 yeah he's, he's been a national hero feeding kids <laughs> right. he's been a national villain for missing a penalty like it's just wild psychologically the, it's a lot the highs and the lows and the pressures of those things I mean that would affect any person and then go out and do your job properly that's hard for sure so. alright hit, hit us with Spurs real quick give us a little breakdown of that before we hit half time um, I thought it was a banana skin for us. Villa going to an extra time on Thursday. Mm. Um, I think Villa coming off the back end. Not Villa, West Ham. West Ham. I'm Against confusing Sevilla. my clarets. Yeah. <laughs> um, West Ham coming off the back of that. I think the high and the celebration of, of qualifying for the quarterfinals of Europa League. Then you've got to cross town to Spurs, who it's a big game. That's hard to turn around for. That's difficult, like physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, I think Spurs started really fast and played really well. Um 
and it was it was reasonably comfortable. So I think there were some spells in the second half where we were a little bit shaky. When when he scored, I thought there might be a bit of a window, but mm-hmm. they they responded really well. The second goal from Son was it, it was a little confusing because it was such quick feet. And he sort of chipped the keeper. I think he took a little deflection to skip Did up. It? Okay. But the ball by Harry Kane was out of this world. Well, he's, the vision. He's, he's just loving sliding into the pocket and, and being yeah. almost a, a number 10, he's, right? He's a quarterback. Yeah, it's super. He, he loves his American football and he loves being a little quarterback on a pitch. I hate, I hate referring to sports <laughs> like that, but that is what he is. He likes to pick up the ball and just pick out passes and, and be the playmaker. And he's so good at it. Well, him and Son have got it down and uh, Zuma can't catch a break at the moment, can he? Own goal for uh, Zuma. But, I think the second one, son, you're talking about, deflect, it hit Zuma and skipped up. Oh, did it? Didn't go down as his own goal, but it came <laughs> off Zuma. Yeah, because it was goal. Yeah, the first one, I thought Sonny might have gone on for a hat trick, but yeah. Yeah, right. So Spurs, anyway, big one for them. That, as you said, that was banana skin and into the international break, feeling good. Feeling good. Should we feel good and go into halftime? No, I think so. Second half of the show, we're going to come back in a minute. We've got some hot topics to discuss. We've got some Q and A from the audience. We're going to find out. Whether or not we're going to price our t-shirts, uh, what like Supreme style, like $300 a shirt, huh, maybe? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Though. I know, dickhead. What you said? Nah, fuck <laughs> off. All right, half time, back in a minute. Off we... I just muted you. Welcome back. This is the second half of a healthy off session. Brought to you by Small Girl Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what <was that> noise? <laughs> Sound like you're from, from Manchester there. From Manchester. <laughs> Manchester. What is happening? <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. Second half of the show. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the first half. If you didn't, fuck off. It's free. If you uh, didn't, why are you listening anymore? Well, because maybe they're giving us a chance. To improve. Well, then don't turn the fuck off. Thanks for sticking around. What would you give the first half out of ten? Seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, maybe an eight. I think an eight. Yeah, maybe a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, sound effects are on. Yeah, what's anyway. going on? All right, we got, we got to slam through because you've got to fuck off. You're, yeah. you're on our mid So to give everyone a, a sneaky peeky, we are recording on Tuesday today and we usually record on Monday. Tom's thrown the AHO recording schedule under the bus for personal gain. Not even personal gain. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm a college coach and I'm committed to what I do and I had a big time recruit that could only meet yesterday at the normal time we do the show. So I had to put the team ahead of myself. They call that selfless, Adam. Uh, you're doing it for the kids. Selfless. Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> not ripped jeans. <laughs> and not ripped jeans. Ripped jeans are not for adults. I, know, I don't know if you're allowed one of our new t-shirts. I'm going to wear it only with ripped jeans. And, and cut, no, cut the t-shirt. Shop us some little slices in <laughs> slices it. Slices of the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I've been attacked by like a, a, a bear. bear. Yeah, fucking Kanye West <laughs> style. Oh, I should go full Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Get, get really weird. Shave your head. Yeah, wear ripped I need to shirts. Shave it soon. It's getting thin, mate. Oh, you look great, mate. My hair's getting thin. Don't worry about it. You look amazing. Can't afford a transplant. <laughs> yeah, I've got the Rooney. Can't, can't do it, mate. The Lampard, the Rooney, and the Conte. The podcast doesn't pay enough. Would you wear a wig? Do we get sponsored by like Rogaine or something? <laughs> <laughs> Help me out. No, because our age bracket for people since the show's not old enough. Yeah, but the, one day they'll get there. Co- core demographics twenty eight to thirty four. Can't combine gambling and hair regrowth. <laughs> <laughs> Viagra. <laughs> when you lose all your money, you're also going to lose all your hair. Yeah, and it's you got hand in hand, mate. And you won't be able to get a hard on. 
because because you, you lost all your dough and you, you got no confidence because you're losing your hair how do you know about my medical problems <laughs> <laughs> all right mate uh let's jump into a few uh of oh no no let's let's talk about uh el Clasico. yeah we don't give enough love like to, to some other football so spain yes yeah, so a huge game in spain but a real madrid against barcelona and barcelona absolutely trounced them real madrid hampered by not having their uh, talisman Karim Benzema on the pitch so Barcelona ran riot but Tom I don't know how close you've been following this Barcelona look absolutely fantastic under Xavi at the moment he's done an incredible job and Aubameyang all of a sudden is the uh, the man that we all well maybe not thought he could be but he's stepping up big time he's banging in goals left and right got two at the weekend football's a confidence thing and it's, it's just about finding the right environment and a place where you fit and I think he's found the place he fits and the style of football that fits him which is good for him. I don't like him, but good for him and good for Barcelona. Uh, you still don't like him even though he's left Arsenal? Nah, I never like him. <laughs> Ever. I will never like him. Scum. Ever. I didn't call him scum, but I just don't like him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, did you see much of the game? Did you see the I saw, a, saw a little bit. Of, I mean, Chavi's, I mean, he's brought in, what, four or five signings? Mm. And he's implemented a system where they're looking like Barcelona again. They're playing unbelievable football. Just the pace of that game yesterday surprised me. It didn't feel like a La Liga game. Yeah, it was, it was a little it was, slow. I thought it was fast. No, yeah. I, I, no, I thought I thought Real Madrid particularly didn't come out of the traps very well. The overall the overall tempo of the game is good, but I thought Real Madrid yeah. were slow out of the gates. I mean, you're missing your talisman, changes your dynamic. It does. Right? But I thought um, Xavi, he's obviously he's implementing a Barca way, right? Yeah, and, and it looks very very good. Players mm-hmm. sound good. Can you hear a noise? Yeah, what is that? Is that your phone? No. <laughs> That was so weird. Yeah, it was weird. It sounded like someone was cutting something. Yeah, or drilling. Yeah. yeah. All right, so... <laughs> it's my brain thinking. So... <laughs> it's like a hard drive on a computer. Yeah, you trimming your jeans open. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, anyway, Barcelona, huge win. They're up to third now, 54 points. Real Madrid are still top of the league, though. 66, and you've got to imagine they're going to win the league. Well, there's... Yeah, I think Real Madrid will, will, will pull away. Mm. Uh, or, or will win it. Um, but there's a massive game coming up. The next game for Barcelona is uh, is severe. So it's second versus third, and there's three points different. So I think if Barcelona can get a result there, the confidence that will install in their camp hmm. is massive. It's a huge game. Sevilla obviously just got knocked out of the uh, Europa League, and who knows where they're at. That's a massive game, and actually a game that I think will be really interesting. It's at, at the new camp, um, and a lot on the line. Are you so, ready to be entertained? I'm always entertained. <laughs> Let's look at Serie A quickly while we're doing the rounds. Oh, all the ra- you want to? Yeah, because some people like well, to hear yeah, what's going on in other leagues. We'll, we'll do the rounds real quick. So AC Milan's still top. It's actually really tight. We've got a little title race going on. AC Milan top on sixty six. Napoli, uh, same games played. They're on sixty three. Inter Milan are on sixty with a game to play, so they can go to sixty three. And Juve are fourth on fifty nine. So it's, it's pretty tight in there, isn't it? Decent little contest. Anything could happen. Yeah, I like that. Fancy that. Who, who do you, who would you like to see win it? Napoli. Yeah, I think everyone's other team in Italy is Napoli, isn't yeah. it? I don't is know it, why. Is it because of Maradona? Maybe. Mm. Just seemed like a cool club. You've been watching any Major League Soccer? Uh, no, I haven't, to be honest with you. I've not had much time. Philly are top of the Eastern Conference. They're on 10 points. Philadelphia Union. Uh, LAFC, top of the West. I think that points. like three games. F- uh, no, four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't pay attention to a league until you're about 10 games in. Well, and uh, Major League Soccer is so different as well because there's no relegation, so it's just like, all right. Oh, oh they're still there? Are you in the playoffs yet or not? Yeah. 
Germany. Uh, Germany. Who's top of Germany? Who do you think? Uh, let me guess. Bayern Munich. Yeah, Bayern Munich are six points clear. Of Dortmund. Dortmund, who are second. with So, first, Bayern Munich with 63. Mm. Borussia Dortmund with 57. And then, Bayer Leverkusen are third with 48 points. <laughs> 15 behind. I say we, we say that, but the Premier League's like that. Yeah, true. We're all the ways off City and Liverpool. Yeah, that's true. So, so it's not on. shouldn't just snigger. Yeah. So what about PSG at the weekend? Going to Paris. Got slapped 3-0. Yeah, they got smacked off uh, Monaco. Yeah. And, Bad uh, times. Pochettino's going to get canned. He's not going to be at the end of the season at this rate. He's got to get canned, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. So they're, they're still 12 points clear at the top, so they'll win the league, but... I think he's going to get fired. Apparently, there's a load of uh, turmoil in the dressing room. Mbappe is uh, travelling yeah, by himself. And it's an absolute mess. It's not good. It's not a good place to be. He's going to end up at United and we'll be fifth. <laughs> you, he's not going United. Pochettino's the rich man's Roberto Martinez. Yes. <laughs> right. One nothing. Yeah. But he keeps getting Fools better everyone. jobs. Yeah. yeah, he keeps getting... Fail upwards. Fails upwards, yeah. So from PSG to Man United, from Man United, he'll end up at Real Madrid. And then back at Spurs. Yeah, back at Espanol to finish his career with grey hair, and we'll win the League Cup, and everyone will call him a hero. Yeah, but oh, I'm so glad Poch is back. Miss you. Have you have you got any? Topic. Uh, Should we get into hot topics? We've got loads of hot topics. All right, let's get into it. So we've got big news in the refereeing world. Go on. Is it Mike Dean? Hmm. It's not. Is it Mike Dean? <coughs> is retiring at the end of the season. Everyone's favourite referee. He's he's also the the Tranmere fan that ends up he like goes and watches the games, doesn't he? How do you feel about that? You think that's okay? What watching matches? He's never allowed to referee Tranmere, is he? Yeah, well, that's okay. Who cares? So he is every out. every every ref's going to have a geographical bias. I don't care what anyone says. That's true. You know, you you're going to or not even geographical. You're just going to have a bias. It's human nature. I think so. I think so. No, I agree with that. So it's actually breaking news there as the show's going on. Do you want it? Do you hear what Neil Warnock said? Mm. He said that's 10 years too late. That was his reaction. <laughs> that's a dig. His reaction to Mike Dean retiring, going, that's, two, that's 10 years too late, that. That's a slap. Which I think is fantastic. Do you want the breaking news? Is it breaking news? Yeah, breaking news. What's breaking? The UK and Ireland are set to host Euro 28. What? Yeah, they've just been given it. No rival bids. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so the UK and Ireland are going to team up. So we're doing it again. The Euro's twice in... <laughs> Yeah. What, eight years? Uh, eight years, yeah. No rival bits, that's weird. Nobody wants it. Well, where's the next one? The next one's in Germany, I think. 24 is in Germany. Yeah. But, well, 28, what's everyone else doing? Where why, Where are Italy and Spain? Nobody fancies Portugal. It. What's the point? France. Huh? All right. Well, Interesting. UK and Ireland are going to be hosting. So we're going to do... Mate, this is going to be a great two years. We've got the World Cup in the States. Mm. We're taking a camper van. We're following the, We're following England. AHO camper Sh- tour. Assu- assuming we qualify, we're following England. We're I don't want to follow England. All right, we're just going to follow games. We'll follow Mexico. We'll start down in Mexico. Yeah. We're going to end up in Canada. Okay. And then we'll drop down for the final in New York. Only if the show's sponsored by DraftKings. Yes, or... FanDuel. No, FanDuel told us to fuck off, didn't they? Yeah, they told us to fuck off. So they, even if they come back with big money, no. you'll never buy us. You, you're going to wish you'd sponsored us at 50k... <laughs> and then we'll take 40 next year it'll take 5 for the World <laughs> Cup take 5 quid can you just buy us a Winnebago to so, drive around so, so yeah do that that'd be so amazing we're going we're gonna, to um, crowdfund for it okay so we're doing that and then what we're going to do is we're actually going to ship that across the water and we'll use the Winnebago for Euros and all I imagine the stink we'll, just, we'll live in that van for 2 years like, no we, we can sell meth out of it breaking bad style <laughs> and I'm only wearing my ripped jeans the whole time <laughs> yeah. and a little vest <laughs> Oh dear, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you want something else? 
What, go on. Ukrainian protesters in a small dinghy have attempted to stop Abramovich's yacht from docking. How's it working out for him? Uh, I don't think it went very well. No. A big wave splashed over him and they got washed. Oh, not a big wave. <laughs> Imagine what Abramovich was thinking. Just get out of the way. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. uh, that's, a, that, that's a brave protest. Someone else tried to chain themselves to the goal uh, in the uh, Arsenal game. Oh, yeah. no, the Spurs game. I Spurs think. game. Yeah, Spurs game. I think, I think with Spurs... Uh, Safety is a lot better though. We got him before he got on the pitch because mm. we're alert. Yeah, because you got good security. There's nothing worth watching on the pitch. We're just watching the crowd. Do you, do you want this? This is brilliant. What? Mali international footballer hid his identity as a player, and then his family saw him on TV. His <laughs> life is a secret no more. Wait, he was hiding from his family. Like no, like that. He was a footballer. Why was he hiding it from his family? <laughs> Ibrahim Akone, who also plays for French side Lorient, was his country's top scorer at this year's African Cup of Nations. However, as reported by the Mirror, Kone has was keen to keep his life as a footballer away from his family, therefore kept it a secret for many years due to not performing well at school. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> but then his parents saw him playing on TV. <laughs> Where did they think he was? Snipping out to the shop. <laughs> Once my my family heard my name on the radio, they figured there might be a lot of people called Ibrahima, so they didn't ask any questions. But when I started to play for my senior team, Olympic Bamako, where I was the top scorer, they saw me on TV. Apart from my mother, who had left to live in Guinea, and a few friends, no one in my neighbourhood knew I played football. <laughs> what a bizarre story! That's weird. Well, congratulations, I think. I think so. Is he now like no longer a football because the family are in on it? Is that like the problem? I think so. Like when you start making it a pro, wouldn't you just go, guys? Football actually worked out. Ruud van Nistelrooy's taking a job, Where? his first managerial job in uh, the Eredivisie for uh, Jong PSV. Very interesting. PSV Eindhoven. Wow. That'd be decent. So it's so weird. When I was growing up, my dad used to talk about players that had become managers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. But now no, our generation, our generation of players that were brilliant when we were younger, getting jobs. Stop aging us. <laughs> I'm getting Stop old. It. All right, what else we got? Uh, Newell's old boys uh, in their classico Rosarino. Uh, someone wanged a couple of grenades on the pitch. It's not great, is it? Strange, like. Why? Argentinian football was mental. There's a lot of things that I'm going to sound like an. We're all aged at the moment, but this sounds like for me. Not in your new jeans. Did, did you see Ajax fans with their flares? Set fire. Their banner yeah. caught on fire. <laughs> at good. what point is it like this is actually a little bit unsafe now? Yeah, it's a bit dodgy, isn't like, it? Like, like that could have gone really badly. Yeah, and that's then, that's not good at all. And then Argentina, they're lobbing grenades onto the pitch. I don't think it was like a proper grenade. It was more like a, a, a big uh, bang, like a smoke bomb. Like, it was a bigger bang. Yeah, if uh, you had to hit someone, it would hurt them. Would you? Do you still fancy? I think you know both of us would like to go down to a Boca for a game. You still up for that? Couple of grenades, couple of grenades, couple of smoke bombs. What's the beer in Argentina? They have a Kilmes. Couple of Kilmes. Couple of Kilmes. Couple of grenades. No shirt on at the match. Ripped yeah. jeans. And we're taking a camper van. We're oh. taking a Winnebago all the way to Argentina. Yep. Oh, Jesus. We've got no world tour, mate. We're taking a pod on tour. I was going to say, what, where, what's going on here? All of a sudden, we're driving 15,000 miles in a Winnebago. With a, with, a, with a box of grenades. And two microphones. <laughs> Imagine that, though. We could interview people all, all along the way down there. Yeah. Let's do it. Game on, mate. You've got to sort your schedule I'm out quitting all my, I'm quitting all my jobs. <laughs> when is it? 26? 26. Well, 26 is here. Oh, 26. Yeah, but no, that's what we're going to do, aren't yeah. we? Like a little tour. America to England. That's too far. I'll do the Americas. Love it. I can't go over to England. 
banned. Wanted man. No, no longer welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, no longer welcome on these shows, sir. Uh, yeah. So, how old will you be then? Twenty six. Yeah. You'll be you'll be forty. Uh, no. For thirty nine. Uh, what year is it now? Twenty two. Yeah. I'll be thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be 40. I'll be 39. Oh, turning 40 <laughs> in the Winnebago. With you. Like an episode of Max and Paddy. I drive into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got any, we've got any Q&As? Because I've got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. Real quick Q&As. We've got a couple. Uh, the first one um, comes from Jack Sinski. And it says, Tom, is Tom actually a Leeds fan? Because, uh, like, the loving you give for Leeds. Apparently, the last few episodes of the show, you've been showing a lot of love for Leeds. Oh. Does Tom actually support Leeds? No, I don't. Have you got a soft spot for Leeds? I don't mind. I don't, oh, I don't mind here we go. No, Dual not. allegiances. I live near Leeds. Good so. shout, good shout, Jack. Yeah, well done, Jack. Yeah, wait, you, wait, read between the lines. Yeah, you caught him out. You caught me out. And you like, uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck. Ooh, Jesse Marsh. Oh, yeah, I like him. What's oh, wrong with that? Oh, coach friends. Ooh. If he wasn't American, you wouldn't give a shit. Probably not. Dickhead. Yeah. Second. Bandwagon. Who's your favourite for the Champions League now? We're down to the quarters. Champions League. I think it will be a, a, an English team. So who have we got left? City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, Atletico Madrid. Definitely not United. Are Juventus still in? Or do they no, get Juventus are out, I think. Villarreal not at the moment? Not or sure. Valencia. Valencia not at the moment. I think, I, think, uh, I think Liverpool might win it again. Okay. Just got a feeling. And I do like they love the Champions League as yeah. well. They're good, they're really good at winning the Champions League. Yep. They've already won it six times. Was that it? Was that the no, 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 no. We you got, put the book down. No, we got more. I'm going to go into the Instagram, uh, the Instagram messages. Uh, Duffy Dyer, friend of the show, he's Phoenix local. He's asking, what uh, do you think now of Arsenal's chances after the Villa win? Say that again. What do you think of Arsenal's chances for the top four after the Villa win? Uh, I think fifty-fifty. It'll be Spurs or Arsenal, one or the other. Okay. And last, we'll go. We can go more, but we'll we'll make this last one. I know you've got to go. Um, Best signing for the money for the value in uh, Premier League history. Premier League history. Yeah. So 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 it doesn't have to be the most expensive. But who was the best signing for the money that was paid for? Maybe maybe you go with Tottenham because that's more uh, easier reference for you. Try to think through. Big, really good value signings. You know what? Probably. When did Lampard go to Chelsea? Yeah, it's a good question. He, he went he, for very, very little money. Minimal, in today's terms. Yeah, he probably only um, went for a few million. He would have been a massive value for money signing. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, sure, I think through strikers. Uh, didn't Henri go to Arsenal for real little? Yeah, low a couple, money? couple million. And he, he was a massive signing. Cantona was a million. Um, now, if you want to talk about Spurs, uh, we signed Helda Postiga. <laughs> he was great value for money. What was it, 50 grand? We signed uh, <laughs> Robbie Soldado, who, uh, Goldado, who. Was it free? I don't think he ever scored a goal, <laughs> and he cost a lot of money. Um, so, so we're going with the worst signings, the best signings. I've gone from best to worst. Yeah, you went, you, as soon as you started talking about Spurs, you went for the worst. Ravinelli at Middlesbrough is the best signing of all time. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Wait, what, value for money? Yeah. What did they pay for him? I don't know. But it was good money. But how do you know? 
Because just, I'm just saying it was. Because he scored a hat trick in his got, debut. I've got to pretend what I'm talking about. Well, Jesus, anyone that listens to the show regularly knows that we're both full of shite. <laughs> all right, that's the end of this week's show. It's the end of the week's hot topic, Q&A, all that good stuff. Get back with us on round Friday for the preview show. Hopefully everyone's enjoying it. Tom gave himself a round of applause for the show. Very good. Is that for you or the listeners? Me. Yeah, just did great today. Surviving on you. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. A round of applause for you. Cheers, everyone, for listening. Get back with us on Friday. Smallgoldsoccer.com. Out the obsession on social media. Tom, say bye. See you later.